What's going on, everybody? You are listening to Asking for a Friend with John Lee Brody. With me, as always, is the amazing Grace. Grace, yeah. You can't see. I did a whole hand gesture. It was beautiful, time. John. Yeah, I was yeah. really into it. So our guests are always awesome, but today was a special one. This is a really good friend of mine. This guy's like family, but this is the first time you've really met him? Met him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've never met him before. He was so awesome. Yes. So easy to talk to. So Cody Walker is on the podcast today. Um, as you know, he's you know Paul's younger brother. And uh, we really, we talked a little bit about Paul. I tried, we tried to kind of, I didn't want to make it into like a Paul Walker sort of thing, but it was, you know, obviously that's a big part of his life. It's his big brother, but we really got to know, you know, I got to know stories about him I didn't know before and you really got to know him for the first time. Yeah, it was really interesting. I've, I've known him from his career. Um, I actually didn't know much about Paul. It was mm-hmm. more him, which is interesting, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really cool to hear his personal stories, his professional stories. It was great. Yeah. It was a really fun time. Asking for a Friend is brought to you by Cryo Cafe. Have you ever felt warm? Yeah. Do you want to feel cold? Sometimes. Well, I have a perfect solution for you, John. <laughs> what is it, Grace? Cold, but only for a couple minutes. Okay, what's, what is this magical place you're telling me about? Cryo Cafe, West Hollywood. We already know West Hollywood is full of magic. It's true, you know, and it's funny. I ask you what place this is, even though I'm the one that said our sponsor is Cryo Cafe. <laughs> but that's okay. Um, so I get, I, I, we both work out. We both take spin class and everything. Yeah. And, uh, th- which can lead to achy muscles. So many achy muscles. And uh, this Cryo Cafe, it's a pretty, it really is a magical place because we felt instantly better after going, didn't we? Instantly better and more beautiful. Every, everything just felt uplifted and kind of floaty, which was nice. Yeah. It was a great feeling. So for those listening, you're probably like, oh, these two are just bragging about their cryo cafe experience. A little bit. We are a little bit. A little bit, but we're also sharing the wealth, which is actually, I think, kind of nice of us. Yeah. So if you go to Cryo Cafe, which is located in West Hollywood, and you subscribe to our podcast, you leave a review, you show it to them, you're going to get 20% off your cryotherapy. That's pretty significant. It'll that, be, that's yeah, a good once number. you're there, you're there. Yeah, once you're there, you're there, and then you're hooked. But just leave a review, subscribe, and then if you leave them a Yelp review after the fact, they may give you another 20% off. I can't authorize that, but they're going to be pretty stoked about I, it. I think they'll be super excited, and we love Yelp. Yeah, I think so. I mean, <laughs> mainly Cryo Cafe. Mainly Cryo Cafe. Cryo Cafe. And also, if you're going to be booking online, use the promo code AFAF50, which is AF... No, no, not AFAF50. It's AFAF20. So <laughs> it's just AFAF20. Uh, if you book online at cryocafela.com, you'll get 20% off. So what's that promo code? AFAF20. 20. AFAF20. Second time. This is why I have you here, Grace, because... Uh, You get to clean up my mistakes. Classic. Classic (laughs) role. But get yourself over to Cryo Cafe. It's not just cryotherapy for achy muscles, but also they have something called uh, a cryofacial. Yes, which is amazing. It uh, really just smooths out your skin, opens up those pores. Um, Again, cold for only a couple of minutes, which is what we want. Which is what we want, and you can't do really anything better for your body than go to this place. So go check it out. And as always, subscribe to the podcast, leave a nice review, and then go get yourself 20% off some cryotherapy. That's pretty good. Yeah, and we got to hear about how he proposed to his wife, Felicia, who is is awesome, by the way. You need to meet her. Yeah. And um, some fun stories that he had about him and Paul, like, growing up. And um, it's just, this was a good time. And then just hearing about what he's doing with Paul's organization, Reach Out Worldwide, the disaster relief is, you know, it's it's inspiring stuff that I feel like. And uh, 
to see him continue Paul's legacy, I think it's pretty cool to witness. Yeah, yeah, he's super inspiring just as a person. It was really cool to talk to him. Yeah, yeah. And I, it's just, you know, and he talked about, you know, and you guys will see, I don't want to give away everything, but he talked about, you know, not the, bur- I don't want to use the word burden, but just growing up with a famous brother, what that was like, and finding individuality, which I feel like he very much is his own person. Um, Completely, and, yeah. Um, and you all will see too, so some of you listening you may know of Cody Walker, but you're about to get him to know him a little better over the next hour. I'm pretty excited. Yeah. All right. Should we ask for a friend to Cody Walker? Let's do it. Let's go. Well, that's like me for Chicago. Dude, I've been in the airport. We got to go to Chicago. We got to go to Chicago at the same time at some point. Oh, that's yeah, no, I, that's the thing is I don't really know anyone there, so it'd be way more fun to go with you. Yeah, we'll go. We'll do like a convention there or something. Once Let's do it. That'd be fun. Going. All right, should we mic up? Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's do it. So how do you, uh, just here? It's fine? Like just, this? Just here like that is fine. Just, cool, man. This is how we do it. And we just kind of roll with it. This is how we hang out. Yeah. Sweet. Pretty much. Yeah. I, Anyone I wish... that comes over, we're like, do you want to... You want to do the, the do thing? Do the well, thing? because like we like... talk about such yeah. like, funny shit, and I'm like, we got to record this, so that's just how it goes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I think this is a, this is the beginning now. We're gonna go. Okay, okay. We're, we're going. We're live. We're live. All right. We're live. We're going. Cody Walker, thank you for joining the podcast today. Thanks for having me, yeah. man. I know it's like, have we met before? We have. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, just a few times. <laughs> Been meaning to get do this for a while. Yeah. Cody, what's your middle name? Are you serious? You want to guess? No, I actually do know it, but I want him to send it. Starts with the letter B. Bernard. No. I'll I, give you the next letter. Bo. You nailed it on the second. <laughs> Damn. But it's spelled B-A- B-A-U. That was my next B-A-U. question. B-A-U. Yeah. That's right. B-A-U. Yeah. And we know, uh, we know no someone X. with that name. So now no that name X. is completely That zero. makes me feel so <laughs> Do you know a lot of bows? Like, I know. You we, go know there? we know one. I yeah. know a few bows in my life. I mean. Yeah, but we know one, not to name names. It's fr- he's friends with our friend Rio, not to name names. You, you met Rio at my birthday party. Yes, I did. Yeah, so that's all we'll say about him. Now we just totally gave it away. <laughs> that's a great start oh, to the That's podcast. like, I've never, like, I, I play that stupid game because, like, nobody ever gets it. It's like Brian and You've Bill. You've never met me. Bill. Like, that's like two generations ago, Bill. Bill. <laughs> anyway. No. Cody Bo Walker, thank you for being on the Asking for a Friend podcast. Thank we you. We really appreciate it. Yeah, man. Cody, where did we, do you remember where we met? Um, I think we actually met at the backpack or back to school drive. Oh, for Roe. For, well, it was Roe Ro was doing else. a thing with Friends and Helpers. That's right. And Target which is another local organization. So I think we, that was the first time we really like hung out and had like, yeah. dialogue. Yep. I think we technically first met at the Furious 7 after party, the premiere. Okay. It was really brief. I remember, because uh, I never met you before, but I've obviously known of you. Because, you know, I knew Paul and everything. And I yep. remember that was the first time we met. And I was James just, and yeah, all those guys. Yeah, because James is my mentor. And I yep. remember saying... Hey, like, I've been wanting to get in Marlowe Row. I didn't know how. And then you told me, email this person. And then, then I ended up at the backpack event. And that's yeah, that, that, uh, that whole premiere and things was like such a whirlwind, right? So, yeah. but. Those always are. I mean, I, that was the first big premiere and big red carpet I walked. And I wasn't ready to walk that red carpet. I don't know, I don't know if I ever am. Like, hopefully, maybe you'll experience this one day, Grace. How do Same, we do it? Yeah, yeah, all the red carpets I go on, it's like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I 
How do you do it? You got to guide us through you this. You just thing. have to. What's it's your all thing? about confidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's tough. Mm-hmm. Preparation. Okay, mm-hmm. that's also tough. It's hard being this famous, but like, that's got to be it. that's tough. Yeah, you that, wouldn't. No, none of you would understand. How do you stay grounded? <laughs> yeah, you know that's just natural. It's just humble. I'm humble. Yeah, um, upbringing. And, yeah. It's my upbringing. My, that's such yeah. great advice. Yeah, thank yeah, you. I think a lot of people are going to appreciate it. really qualified. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you are. <laughs> but anyway, so you grew up in California. Yep. I'm, I, in this town, I feel like it's pretty rare to meet an, a, like a native yeah. Los Angelino. But you are too, Grace. Are you, Grace? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Up high. Where'd you grow up? Where'd you go to high school? Yeah. I Middle grew school? up. I grew up in, well... Now, now I'm like I'm a, Wait, little, no, intimi- I'm a little intimidated. <laughs> I grew up in LA County. I didn't grow yeah. up in the city of LA. San Fernando Valley. I grew up in uh, Sun Valley. Like That's where I, live I went now. so Sunland. Okay. And yeah. then when I was in middle school, we moved to La Cunada, yep. right next to Pasadena. Okay. And so I went to school there. Graduated from La Cunada High. And now I live in Altadena, which is like a wow. little hidden. No, I, know I think it's that like is. a little hidden gem. I love it. It's yeah. North Pasadena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tucked it's up on the mountain, over there. right next door to where I freaking grew grew up. And I never thought in a million years Dude. I would be right yeah. there That's ever. Mm-hmm. Like I yeah. left the state. I, I didn't think I was coming back. I really, I I work kind of by where my parents still live, and I'm like, I never thought I would see these roads as an adult. I was like, I'm going to leave, I'm going to get out of here, and here I am. Yeah. It's funny how that works. It's so funny. Should, should I leave now? You two just became best friends. Yeah. I love this. <laughs> but, so it happens. But honestly, isn't it like the weirdest, it is pretty wild Being though, LA like native? when you, yeah, when and you you're meet, like, what? There's so many times that I'm like, I wish I didn't grow up here, because the magic, it's, it's, People have, they, they like see LA and they're like, it's so magical, it's amazing. And I'm like, oh my God, I've been here 24 years. I'm so bored. So true. But I'm still here. I love it, but I hate it. It's, you know? it's, it's you know so what I mean? true. It's so old, and, but other people, they're like, oh, LA, like, I'm going to aspire to go to LA. And I'm like, I literally was born here. Right. Well, then you hear, so, so and that's no aspiration. I'm just like, in that same vein, right? So Here. people, they come yeah. to visit you, and they're like, I want to do this, I want to do this, I want to yeah. do this. You're yeah. like, you want to do that? Like, really? Yeah. Oh. Like, oh, my God. The like, traffic, oh, the yeah. traffic, don't make me Everything. take you there. That's please. the only time you do yeah. touristy stuff, is yeah. when your friends come in. Yeah, I saw yeah. the Hollywood I want to see the Hollywood stars. The first like, time, like, two years ago, yeah. or a year that ago is... or something, I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. That's so true. Yeah, right? We had friends from Oregon come down and visit, and they wanted to do the hike to the Hollywood sign. Yeah. And of course, I've never done yeah, that. Yeah, Park. I was like, oh, I actually the did observatory. A GPS I'm not sure. Like, yeah. I've never. Yeah. It's just you don't do that. No. Yeah. Did you do touristy things, John? Uh, you know, I did it when I first visited LA. Okay. Like, I came out here on like a random vacation with yeah. uh, someone I was dating at the time. Yeah. And then I ended up. Uh, well, you know this. I've told you the story. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. like my kind of ex-fiance sort of thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We won't get into that. But we always get into it. <laughs> well, because it's a part. It's a big part of my yeah, totally. early twenties. Yeah, part of but, your life and stuff. Yeah. yeah, but this isn't about me. This is about Cody. So it's not about. <laughs> wait, this wasn't about you. No, oh, okay, that's, okay. see how I deflected Sorry, that. You're so right. So let's talk about what was it like growing up. So I grew up in Chicago, white suburbia, Northwest. What's it like growing up in 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 LA, and then, uh, obviously you got kind of inherited into the business, into the film business because of. For obvious reasons. So, what would tell me about growing up? 
and what that was like for you and kind of the age gap between you and Caleb because I remember you telling me you were the accident technically. I do totally the accident. (laughs) Absolutely the accident. Time. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, we grew up uh, in Southern California and like every opportunity we ever had, we were at the beach. Mm -hmm. We didn't live on the coast. We lived in L.A. County, like north. Um, So we would like always go to Carpinteria or Santa Barbara and stuff like that. So like that was like my second home because that was like so much of my childhood yeah uh but yeah no uh my mom actually did some modeling back in the day your mom is awesome my mom was really hot can i just put that out there your mom is awesome my mom is the sweetest woman she is awesome and i i mean it's my mom so people some people say that but like but i'm a neutral third party sort of i'm like too sweet like (laughs) like like it's a problem like my mom like kind of like I don't know. She she gets taken advantage of because she's like so nice and so innocent and like that. so naive. Literally almost. an angel. Like yeah, like she an she really is. Here. Like yeah. like yeah. people can just like walk all over her. But anyway, she's the sweetest yeah. lady ever. Um. So anyway, yeah. So we all all of us Walker kids. Um. We acted as children. So like commercials and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I was in drama. Um. And uh, so Paul, Paul stuck with it, like, growing up all the way through. It was just something, like, he was naturally good at. Mm-hmm. Not something that he was, like, aspiring to be, as crazy as that sounds. Um, it was just kind of something that, like, allowed, like, gave, like, put money in his pocket. Yeah. So, like, he, yeah, like, okay. bought himself a new surfboard and all of his friends surfboards. And, like, <laughs> new snowboard for me, new snowboard for you. Let's Happy all go to Hawaii. Me. It's on yeah. me. And, like, like that's literally kind of how it was. And, like, he wanted to be a marine biologist. Mm-hmm. Um, my sister, also commercials, that, that all that stuff. Caleb, the same thing. But Ashley and then Caleb, they kind of, like, it wasn't, like, it wasn't, they weren't as successful at it as Paul. It just kind of came so naturally for Paul. Yeah. And they kind of just lost interest in it and, like, kind of went back to, like, more real world, I guess you'd say. Yeah. Um, and then Caleb was the baby until <laughs> for 11 years. And then, surprise, I'm born. <laughs> Same parents. It was, like, the, seriously, like, the biggest surprise ever. And, uh, and then I kind of – I did commercials, like, as a baby and then as a kid. Like, I have memories up until I was, like, seven or eight years old doing, go, doing commercials and, like, traveling around L.A. and going on auditions. And, um, and then, I, and then I, I stopped doing that, but then I was, like, still a drama kid. And I did, like uh, – outside of school, there was, a, there was a group called Alfie Players. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, part of that for a few years. And we did, like, a magic flute and a Christmas carol and uh, mid, a Midsummer's Night Dream and, oh, like, shit. all these other – Plays. You were a real thespian that was, then. If you're doing that, mids, was, that that's yeah, it was that's, fun. Bro. It was fun. It was it <laughs> was a lot of fun. Stuff. And I'll, yeah. I'll never forget. Uh, Connie was like the director's name, yeah. and she very eccentric, very out there. I was as you would imagine. Yeah. Right. We do like all these breathing and stretching techniques, and, oh, yeah. like all kinds of stuff. Did you do? Um, did yeah. you do like that? Like ha? Oh yeah, no, like, the like, full like, blown <laughs> deal. Like the full thing. Um, <laughs> that's great. It was really. It was actually really fun. A yeah. lot of fun. Um, and then it was around that time, uh, like Paul really started taking off his career and you know, like Paul really, the the industry is like, is rough, right? And like, it's a doggy dog (laughs) world and people will climb over you and they Mm -hmm. will tell you one thing and they'll do another. And it's like, it's a pretty dirty industry. Yeah. Um, and he, there's a lot of things that he really despised about it. So Mm -hmm myself included like he just would discourage like don't do it do not do it Mm -hmm. like do anything else don't do this 
and um and so I think just kind of like taking his advice and then you know as a sibling you kind of tend to want to do differently than like maybe what your other siblings are doing just because like that's what they do yeah and like and he was really starting to blow up and everything and I and then also with him just like don't do this like do anything else just don't do this I just kind of lost interest and I stopped doing it yeah and and I was totally okay with that there's and a story that I've told you. Sorry to cut you. There's just because yeah, like no, going, I, on, going on how, you know, because I remember Paul would say the same thing. He's like, because I met him first, like early in my career. And it was in passing at like like the Sherman Oaks Galleria or something. Cause mm-hmm. he hung in the, or it was like a Patty's Diner because he loved Patty's Diner. And uh, I told him that's what I do. He's like, bro, are you sure? <laughs> yeah, that, that's so legit. That's yeah. just like what that, that was the exact words. Like, he's like, bro, are you sure? Yeah. I was like, I love what I do. He's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that was the whole thing. But going on, like, because talking about how it's a tough business, um, I think I've told you the story. I know I've told your mom and your dad this story, but when Paul was auditioning for She's All That, because, as you know, one of my best friends is Freddie Prince Jr. Late 90s, my God. And this was right after he had done Varsity Blues. Yeah. And I think he was really just starting to be on the cusp. Yeah, that's uh, right about that time. And Freddie, at this point, he didn't have... Uh, like veto rights to for cast, but he had cast consultation, so he could be in the room and do chemistry reads and just really have feedback on who should get the role. And they were reading; it was between Paul and someone else for that Dean Sampson Jr. part. And I remember he read with Paul, and he was like totally vibed with him. Paul leaves the room, and he turns to everyone in the room, all the Miramax uh, executives, and goes, "That's the guy, right? They're like you all saw it. Like th- he's the guy. Like he has to be Dean Sampson Jr. in the movie." They're like, yeah, 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 totally. Like, he's the guy. And back in those days, they wouldn't tell an actor for two weeks that you've got a job. I don't know why that was. It was an old studio model. For two weeks, they wouldn't tell you. It's so screwed up. And it's so mean. It's, it's the so worst. mean. It's the anxiety. Bullshit. I feel it. Yeah. And so Freddie is oh all God. about what's right, and he hated that. So he got up and excused himself, pretended he had to use the restroom as uh, the gardener does his We thing. did decide to do this on, on, on the gardening, uh, on the gardening day. day. It's Good okay. one, John. It, it, it's production value. Literally have a guy out here with a, a leaf hey, blower. Hey, uh, literally <laughs> on the other side of this. I'm not going to edit this out either. Quiet on set. You know, come on. Uh, we're trying to record here. Thanks. No, he's walking away. Uh, so anyways, uh, Freddie gets up and excuses himself from the room, pretending he had to use the restroom. He tracked down Paul in the parking lot. He's like, hey, 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 wait up. And he goes, I just want to let you know you got the job. And they're not going to tell you for two weeks. Just play it cool. Tell your family. And uh, they're going to offer you 25 grand, but they really have 75 grand in the budget. So don't take anything less than 75. And that was it. You've told me that yeah, story. Yeah, no, but it's I love like, that story. It's, it is so good. And it's I, really cool. And then there's, uh, like years cool. later, after Paul had done, it was after Fast Five, I guess he ran into Freddie. And just he remembered that and said, no one else ever did that for me in my career. Um, so I always thought that was a cool connection between the two. That is awesome. Yeah. That is cool. So, and it, yeah. it's so it's like so hard to believe that she's all that was that long ago. Oh, dude, it's almost it's like it was ninety eight when that came out. And ninety eight really, or nine, yeah, ninety eight or ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. And that really put Paul like ago. it really put Paul over. That was like a big break for him. I feel yeah, like. there was the there was the varsity blues and the she's all that, yeah. and then that's kind of and then the skulls yeah. and then fast oh, fast the skulls. One. <laughs> yeah. That's when uh, Joshua, Joshua Jackson. <laughs> I remember. I remember thinking, "Oh, Charlie from Mighty Ducks." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. Like, like my little, you know, like ten-year-old self or eleven-year-old like self. Yeah, exactly. 
Oh, that's so funny. Awesome. Yeah, I just remember that that's when he really just started to take off, and I was like, oh, I think this guy's going to make it. And then Fast and Furious came out, and then the rest is history. Yeah, so. the rest is literally history. Yeah, so so what's it like growing up? I, and I, I, I'll get past, I don't want to talk too much about that part, but what's it like growing up when witnessing this superstardom hitting your big brother, you know? So. I was like, him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, you know, like because he's your bro. You don't yeah, think of him as not at all, yes. not at all. And anybody great. with a sibling can like can understand yeah. that. It's just like you know, and it's and it's also something else too, where you know, like you put yourself on tape for an audition or something, yeah, and you like. You can't stand the way that you sound. Yeah. And you just, I don't know, you, you don't buy it because you know it's you acting. Yeah. And it's also hard for my wife to take stuff seriously when she sees something of me because she's yeah. like, I know the you. <laughs> like, what the, what the hell's going on, you know? Yeah. And so the same thing for me. It was like watching him on the screen and it's just like, that guy? Yeah. Like, like don't get me wrong. I've, of course, I was like so proud and like yeah. he's my big brother. And like as the little brother, you look up to your big brothers and yeah. you think that they're so cool and everything when you're that young. And um, so it was like, it was really cool, but... Yeah, it just kind of seemed like it happened overnight, and all of a sudden, like, kids at school... This is elementary school, yeah. you know? Because wow. he was 15 years older yeah. than I was. So this is, like, fifth... This was, like, fifth grade elementary school is when it, it all exploded. Yeah. And, like, all of a sudden, everyone at school is like, what's it like? I'm yeah. like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Do you have a sibling? It's like that. Yeah. You yeah. know? But, yeah. but now they're in the theater, and everybody knows their name and who they are. Yeah. But... It wow. didn't really, you know, yeah. that was just kind of it. And, like, yeah. it was fun. It was exciting uh, going to the, like, the first, his first big movie premiere was, like, Meet the Deedles. Oh, my that God. Disney flick. That. that was, like, the first, like, the whole, our whole family, like, we went to the premiere and, like, it was really fun and exciting. I think I was eight years old. That's a big deal when you're allowed to have not just a plus one, but, like, a plus family at a premiere. Yeah. That oh, means you made it. They're, we're they getting picked up by a stretch right? limo <laughs> and I'm seven. Like, oh it was my the coolest that's what, freaking that's thing ever. It that's was like, so cool. Yeah. That's so cool. And it's like a Disney movie. So it was like for me. Like he always told me I did this one for you, you know, which was cool. And then he he ended up doing uh, Eight Below many years later for for my niece, his daughter, Meadow. I love Eight Below. She was that same age at the time. So That's a great – have you seen Eight Below, Grace? Yeah, yeah. That's a great – I love Eight Below. Eight Below is a really good one. It's underrated too, man. Like it didn't get a whole lot of love. I don't think it did well at the box office, but I went and saw it. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. We were all there. We were all there. But but yeah, no, it was just like – like, um, this is kind of funny because, like, everyone all of a sudden is yeah. like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, yeah. relative – and then the shitty part is, like, the relatives and the family members that, like, you're so totally estranged from that yeah. you have no relationship with. All of a sudden, it's, oh, that's my nephew or that's my cousin or that's my – it's like, you funny? never even talked to us before that. Oh, that... And now all of a sudden – yeah. Your cousin or your second removed yeah. whatever is a movie star, and now you're all over the place telling everybody. And yeah, it's like you like, know we're not actually related. Uh, you know, we just call you or cousin have a relationship <laughs> whatsoever. Yeah, we just yeah. called you cousin Rob because it had a good. Yeah, yeah. That's it. So there's like you know there's that too. Like people start coming out of the woodwork. You know, the point so. where so like my encounters with Paul were always kind of far and few between. But whenever we would see each other, it was always like, what's going on? When I found out he loved Star Wars. Big and, Star Wars. And then he was fan. a gamer. I was, As like, am I. I was like, are you? Yeah, uh, dude, we've talked about yes. this. Yes. And I was like, wait, what? 
He's like, you know, I auditioned for Anakin Skywalker. I was like, you did? Yeah. What the? Why weren't you Anakin Skywalker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the? Yeah, who is yeah. this? Like the guy who I won't name, Aiden Christensen. But no, don't worry about. It. Let's not bring it up. He played but, it off like he wasn't upset. He was so. Oh, he had to bitter. Have been. He would have. He was too old. He would at the time no, to play wasn't. the Anakin. No, he wasn't. He was probably just too expensive or whatever. I don't know what it was, but <laughs> he had it out for Hayden Christensen for a while until they did a movie together. And, and it's like, oh god damn it, I love him. I really like that guy. <laughs> he's like super mellow, low key. He's got a ranch, I think, in Idaho, and yeah. just like wants to stay out of all of it, and which is so much like he was, like similar type of personality. He's, he's like the par- yeah, he was like a parallel Earth version of him. You know what's funny is that. I think me, you, and Hayden have the same manager now. I'm pretty sure. Right? Like, doesn't Matt represent Hayden? Um, you know what? I'm not sure. I do know that when I was at Paradigm... They, you had the same uh, We had the same... Well, no. We were both just with the same agency, which I, doesn't I mean think, a whole lot. I think Hayden has the same rep as we do. So I think that's kind of funny. That is funny. Yeah. And then... Uh, so yeah, when he's like... I was like, what? You like Star Wars? You like gaming? World of Warcraft? This is amazing. And then... Then I knew that we could really be friends when he had, I realized he had the same twisted sense of humor as me. Because he's like, he's like, oh, how's things going? Like, oh, I just moved to my new place. You know, I have my own spot, you know. And it's like, it's great. I can take a dump with the door open, you know. And like, yeah. he's like, but I do it anyways. I don't want to miss anything. He's like, bro, I, like, you didn't do that? Like, I do that, whatever. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Not to reveal too much about Paul, but it's like he did. <laughs> you do your best thinking sometimes. It, you know, it's... it's there's nothing to do but be alone with your thoughts at that point. Yep. But at the same time, I'm, he's like, wait, what do you mean you don't want to miss anything? I was like, yeah, I live alone, but leave the TV on or whatever. You know, just something might happen. You never know. So that's when I knew. <laughs> I was like, oh, this guy's cool, got the same sense of humor as me. And then I was like, that's literally how the conversation went. Because you don't know where to go after revealing that you both take a dump with the door open. So I'm just like, okay, good talk, man. Well, you went straight, the, yeah, straight <laughs> to the... Yep. Which is something he... Like appreciated because he did have that kind of sense of humor, but at the same time, it's like we both knew. Okay, there's no good follow up combo yeah. to this. So I'm like, all right, good talk. And I'll just for the record, that that whole door open policy was when not only when he wasn't just when not just when he was home alone. Right? <laughs> yeah, <leave> that. <laughs> very comfortable. Yeah, so that was always those are like the that's the random memories that pop up for mm-hmm. me, like talking about you know having the door open just openly. Mm-hmm. So I know yeah. you find this very fascinating, Grace. No, it actually, I mean, <laughs> so it's so exciting for me to hear. And now for a quick word from our sponsors. I really love saying that. Asking for a friend is brought to you by Spunky Dunkers Donuts. Grace, do you like donuts? Oh, I mean, am I a person? I, I mean, y- yes. Yes, I love donuts. Yeah. Yes, so of course. Have, have you had a lot of donuts in your lifetime? Funny story, no. Okay. Um, but you tried these. You tried Spunky Dunkers. I tried Dunkers. these. I grew up without donuts. Okay. But here I am today. I'm a donut-eating gal. It's been like five years of mm-hmm. donuts. Yeah. And I will say Spunky Dunkers really takes the cake. You know, takes the, the donut. Takes I've, the donut. I've been going to Spunky Dunkers since I was four years old. So that's 30, oh my gosh. 31 years I've been going to Spunky Dunkers. I went there when it was called Mr. Donut. And then they changed the name years later. It's the only place that I go to in the entire multiverse to eat donuts. The I, entire multiverse, mm-hmm. John? Oh um, my. Any, I'm sure on any of the parallel Earths, I'm sure John of Earth 20 and John of Earth 2. I was gonna go say, to and John of Earth 4. Earth 4, all infinite. They all go to Spunky Dunkers. Okay. So what makes this place special is not, aside from the nostalgic factor, the sentimentalness of me going there for 31 years, is 
most of these donut shops, they bring them in frozen and then they heat them up. So I won't name names like Dunkin' Donuts. Oops, oh. whoa, that happened. But um, they bring in a baker twice a day, every day, to make fresh donuts. And you can tell. And you can tell. And they ship these out so that uh, Grace could try them. Just so that I can try them. Just so you could try them. And this is after being shipped on dry ice. You still say these are above and beyond. Oh, my gosh. I, yeah, I cannot believe that they were shipped that far. I yeah. mean, they must have been perfectly fresh the moment they went on, like, yeah. yeah. And they always are. So twice a day they do this. So the reason we're mentioning this is, one, you should know that they're the best donuts in the multiverse. But also, if you live in the Chicago area, even if you don't and you're just flying through, you should stop by Spunky Dunkers. It's located at 20 South Northwest, Northwest Highway in Palatine, Illinois, my original hometown. If you subscribe to our podcast, leave a review, and you show that to anyone at Spunky Dunkers, you will get two free donuts and also a free small coffee. Do I get to do that? You can totally do it. Well, okay, you, we gotta, get, I got to go leave a review. Yeah, I mean, you. Well, you're, 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 you're well, they sponsor. They're our sponsors. I've got to so book a flight. You, you're going to get a card and everything. But um, <laughs> anyone who doesn't have a card like us, stop by Spunky Dunkers in Palatine, Illinois. Two free donuts and the small coffee just for subscribing to us and leaving a review. That's all you got to do. So, and these are the best donuts um, I've ever had. I don't even need to try anything else because this, this is, is it. it. This is it. This is it. We we did the hard work for you. Yeah, John absolutely. specifically did the hard work for you. These are the best donuts. Leave that review. Yeah. Get to Chicago. Book those flights. Seriously, book those flights. <laughs> if you're in Chicago, I know a bunch of you listeners, like that's my hometown. You all know about Spunky Dunkers. And now you get two free donuts and a small coffee. So go get some. Asking for a friend is brought to you by Elixinol. Um, so Elixinol is a company that makes CBD and hemp products. So uh, they've been the worldwide leader in CBD hemp for like the past 30 years. Yeah, which is wild because yeah. CBD is so trendy now, but mm-hmm. they've been way ahead. Yeah, so that means when I was five years old, just to show my age, they were doing CBD stuff. Elixinol was out here. <laughs> they were out there before I even knew what CBD was or yeah. even knew my ABCs pretty much. So. They basically, they make these products. They have uh, a balm that I use. So I have a sore back. I have sore shoulders. Like you and I are both really active, Grace. Mm-hmm. So it's always in the need of healing in addition to what we do fitness-wise. And they have a balm. They have these little drops that are CBD drops, which also has MCT oil. Yeah, which is, which is your brain. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And you've been doing these drinks. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So many stories. But in a nutshell, it's just been a really good way. They have three different little packets you can put in your water Mm -hmm. on the go. Um, I'm super on the go all the time, and I just put them in my water. There's a morning one, a daytime one, and a nighttime one. And um, I tried all of them, and they... I mean, when I say I got through some hard days, I got through Mm -hmm. some hard days. So it's just... It's a really great... Um, boost in a relaxing way, but energizing way. Absolutely. And yeah. a lot of the things people say about CBD is that like, sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes, you know, I don't feel like this. And like this one, you 100% do. And also mm. their hemp farms, they have hemp farms here in the U.S. and also overseas. Um, everything is 100% legitimate. And they've been doing it for 30 years. So they, they know what they're doing. Yeah, you can really trust it. It is, it is effective. And with the added ingredients like MCT, like that's just a cool side effect of like you're getting the CBD. You're getting the fact, like the, the great uh, results from those products. But the MCT adds a little bit of extra. It especially does. if you're fitness oriented or not. It doesn't matter. We're it all going out and about. Makes your brain really sharp and everything. So if you visit elixinol.com and use the promo code AFAF10, that's A-F-A-F-10, 
you'll get 10% off any one of your purchases. I think that's a pretty good deal. It's a great deal. I think everyone should try it. It's it's amazing. This stuff works. You know, again, using CBD and hemp is totally legitimate. These guys have been doing it forever. Um, and what's that promo code, Grace? AFAF10. That's AFAF10. Go get yourself a Melixinol. This has been a word from our sponsors. Now back to the show. So you were in fifth grade and he was becoming, he was like yeah. famous overnight. Yeah. Wow. Because that's a hard time. Fifth grade is like, and I was at a new, and seven. I was at a new school. That I was sucks. the new kid too. So and it was so, like all of a sudden like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My brother, this, my brother, yep. that. Yep. Yeah. And you're like forming yourself as a human and you're realizing what the world is still because mm-hmm. you're in fifth grade. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you go to a performing arts school? You, you no, were, you, you no, it was just a, that. no, normal public school, yeah. normal school. I did like the drama stuff outside of school. It was like, right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Program. Yeah. 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 Following in that, like that's, I, I just, I have older siblings. It's totally different. They were not famous overnight. However, it felt like they were, and it was, like, really hard to form myself as a person. I feel, is that kind of, like, going, I was that young, too, and they were way older. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, I'm, like, I'm my own person, and I've just, I do, I do realize, like, I, I'll always be, I will always be referred to as Paul Walker's little brother, and, you know, it's, um... Some, you know, uh, well, it's kind of like a, it's like a double-edged sword. Like, in the one hand, it's like, um, he was, like, he was such a rad dude and, like, Mm -hmm. such a good influence on me and, like, so many people and had a huge impact on my life because of our age gap. Like, there were actually, there were a lot of years of my life where um, he was, he was not only an older brother, but also a father figure for me because my parents went through separation and all this stuff, too, when I was, like, in... Uh, elementary school or middle school so like we spent a lot of time together traveling and stuff with he just like took me under his wing and took me with him basically just to get out of everything so um you know and and, like he didn't get into drugs and like all this crazy shit like he was just like always like a really level-headed solid guy Mm -hmm. so like it's yeah like of course like it's it's so cool that like he was my older brother and i'll always be his little brother yeah but it is tough too to like also just you know i was like i just want to be my own guy too Absolutely. like and yeah. so yeah. that's it it's you know it it's uh, no well but you are your own guy and like it's it's got it's it's got its things like you can look at it but going on following in the footsteps i mean so pause we is I don't know if you know, he started Reach Out Worldwide or Row yeah. for short. And mm-hmm. then you're continuing that now. Yes. You know, and not only continue, like doing great things where we're raising, you know, the past, what, four or five years doing the game for Paul, we've yeah, raised yeah. $600,000. Yeah, over $600,000 yeah, for his charity. And we're going to cross a that's million cool. this year. I mean, hopefully. That's I our think goal. Are, that's the no, goal. No, we're going to do it. saying it. We're going to do it. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to do it. So game for Paul, just a quick plug, September 12th, which is Paul's birthday. September 12th is his birthday, yeah. and that's in honor of him. It's his charity. Yeah. He founded it back in 2010. So, yeah. um for those you know, who don't know, for those listening, Reach Out Worldwide is disaster relief, you know, yes. and Paul, which Paul started basically with a few friends of his after seeing the Haiti earthquake. Yeah, twenty of the January twenty ten that yeah. that the earthquake in Haiti has. And um, this is basically started like, it all. I, I, at that point, I like I didn't know a lot. I didn't really realize that that was going on. He kind of mentioned it, but I was like, "Oh, you're doing movies to fund your nonprofit." 
said, that's fucking rad. I love that. Like, yeah. yeah. So that was kind of just more that whole, um, like, he just, uh, he, he was the movie star, but he, like, he did as little as possible. Yeah. Like, is, like, he did, like, for as far as publicity. Yeah. Like, he, had to, he did what he was, like, contractually obligated to do, and then he would just, like, disappear. And no yeah. one, like, his manager, his agents couldn't get a hold of him. He oh, would yeah. literally just, like, vanish. Um, and that's been that's been talked about now at length, including like the documentary and everything that they did. Like oh, yeah. people talking about like, dude, that guy would just oh, like God. disappear. He's on some surf trip in Indonesia or something. And he wouldn't tell yeah. anybody. He'd just Matt, take off. But man. he wasn't looking for the recognition when he yeah. created Roe. And so and therefore he's just like, I don't want to go out there and like ask people to donate because mm-hmm. then people are going to know about Roe mm-hmm. and then they're going to potentially know about it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Like I just want to do something cool. And so I'm just going to fund it. So mm-hmm. he would just like pay for everything and send medical, you know, professionals um, and construction related professionals like all over the place on his mm-hmm. own dollar. And he's like, whatever. I have it's no unreal. problem doing that, which yeah. makes it even more cool. Like that, you know, after after all the shitty stuff that happened, Paul's no longer with us. Yeah. This is what made the organization that much more badass is like, mm-hmm. yo. Paul had a foundation. Nobody knew about it. He didn't want anybody to know about it because he didn't want people to get involved for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. And he was funding it all by himself. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. And um, so it's like a it's a it's a huge honor to be able to continue that. And I have some incredible people that also help mm-hmm. uh, you know keep the organization going. And yeah. um, we've just been extremely active here in the U.S. and around the world. And like. It's no. just, it's really cool. It's, it's amazing, really, really cool. It's amazing to see, man. Like, you know, I've been able to see firsthand the growth of Roe. You know, like, Roe is really grassroots, and Paul did it because he just did it. He wanted, like you said, to grow organically. He didn't need, he didn't want the press behind it. And then, like, you and Felicia, your wife, continuing it. And then bring, just all these collective people coming. Like, every year, every, every natural disaster, there's a hurricane or whatever, you guys are there. And there's more and more of them every year. Yeah. Man. It's like... the, the goal is ultimately that the world won't need Roe anymore because we don't want natural disasters to happen. Yeah. But I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. It's not going to be happening anytime soon. we can control, I, I, no. wish, I wish it was. I, like no. I wish it were. But that is like the goal. Whenever you start those organizations, I work with another organization called Thirst Project that delivers fresh water you know, they, they build water wells in, like, Madagascar. Such a big need for that. You know? And like, yes. But the goal is that the world won't need Thirst Project. Mm, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, that's always the hope. And I feel like that was that was Paul's real mission. It's, I feel like his, his movie career supported his real mission. And that's how I always like to kind of remember, like, you know, mm-hmm. his legacy. So, And you're continuing it. And you're carving your own legacy. You know? And, um, okay, so I'm going to jump, uh, jump forward a little bit. Um, I'll backtrack. But... You started acting, um, like, really got back into, like, like three, four years, like, right after Furious 7, because you were doing photo Yeah, doubles. if you can believe this, this is already over, what, almost six years ago now? Yeah, it's crazy, man. Yeah. And uh, I remember right around when we first started getting, like, close, you booked that Nicolas Cage movie. Yep. <laughs> okay. Oh, that great flick, USS hey, Indianapolis. It's Men on Netflix, people. Check it out. USS Indianapolis. And Cody's on the, the one sheet and everything. I was like, oh, I'm not, I haven't been on any one sheets on any of my movies. So, okay, like, that's awesome. Okay, I got to ask. I know what I'm doing tonight. That's yeah. The- USS Indianapolis, I'm telling oh. you. No, hey, you know what? You're already paying for a Netflix subscription. Go ahead and, and knock yourself out. Get those hits. 
what was it like? Don't spend your money to rent it. <laughs> what was it like working with Nicolas Cage? I got it because he's actually legitimately one of my favorite actors because of the risks he takes as a performer. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was pretty unreal. Well, he's just like, first of all, we grew up watching Nicolas Cage, yeah, right? We- <laughs> Nicolas Cage, like, say what you will. There's like a million memes and gifs of Nicolas Cage, like all over the internet. He's probably like one of the most memed memed ever. I don't know. Like he's and Keanu is another one of the big ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, but no, he's just like so. I didn't really know what to expect. He's been like in a million movies, um, probably maybe maybe two million because he cranks them out overseas too. Ones that we never see here. He's got back taxes too, so he's got to make money. He can actually be in two places at one time. You've heard that, right? Yes, I have. So he's actually right now he's here. But he's also like filming three movies. Yeah, yeah. 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 I yeah. mean, how else could that be possible? What, what I mean, was your first meeting like with him, though? Was he everything? No, okay, no. Actually, this is a really this is okay. actually really cool. All right. So, um, you know, I'm. It's an ensemble cast. Like, yeah. there's a there's a bunch of people in it. I was one of the many like characters in it. It wasn't like a big role or anything like that. But so here I am. We're filming. We're filming this thing in Mobile, Alabama. <laughs> Okay, it, I spent six weeks, six, six weeks of my summer in Mobile, Alabama. It is the first day on set. I've walked into, I've just finished in the wardrobe uh, trailer, making uh-huh. sure everything fit and everything, and then they send me to the little honey wagon. Yeah, right. So like, love that honey wagon. There we are, and like, I'm sitting on my little stoop, my little, my little set of stairs into my little yeah. thing, um, along with some of the other. Uh, other actors there that we've, we've all kind of become friends because we're like staying in the same hotel. We're a bunch yeah. of young guys. We're having a good time. And right in front of me is the wardrobe trailer that, you know, just minutes ago I walked out of. Well, I'm chatting here with some of the guys and all of a sudden the door opens and lo and behold, the man, Nicolas Cage, comes stepping out and he closes the door behind him. And it's one of those moments where the sun is shining on him and he just kind of looks to the left, looks to the right. <laughs> and I'm thinking and I'm thinking I'm thinking he's gonna just turn, turn and walk yeah. that direction. He's not gonna look at us. Looks to the left, looks to the right, looks straight ahead, and he looks at looks at us and he walk he marches himself right over and he introduces himself no as way. Nick and shakes my hand. And he's like, he's like, let's have fun making this movie, boys. And I'm like, that's what he said. Absolutely. I'm like, I'm like, I am so unbelievably stoked. Let's have some fun. And and then of course in the back of my mind I'm thinking, and I know who you are by the yeah. way. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I know and, your name. And I know, I know and I know name. who you are. But that was so cool. Like yeah. you did not have to do that. And I, I you know, know you're, this is like your movie and like everything. But he did that. He that's actually introduced himself. And that was like the that's how we met for that's the first time. So that's it was, amazing. It was so cool. That's so cool. It was so cool. That makes me love him even more. Yeah. Could, so I had this vision of like you were like so it wasn't like you're at the honey wagon. I just had this vision. You know I do the Nick Cajun prep. You know it's yeah, coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. That you were just on set and Nick shows up. He goes, "Hey, what's your name? Cody Walker. Well, it's nice to meet you. Let's do this." You know. So he. I wish you would have done that. <laughs> <laughs> in my mind, that's what happened. I would have lost it. I would have lost it. Okay, no, do you it over been... Christmas break, Cody texts me and goes, "Hey, can you help me play a prank on somebody?" I said, "Of course." Oh, that's a great text, by the yeah. way. Yeah, that's amazing. And you know, I, you know, I'm gonna say yes. More, oh. You know, I'm gonna say yes. Wait, do you, you know prank? Me. It was. We'll talk about it. It was. 
It was. Uh, you, you don't have to name them, but I mean, like we got it, them. We got was, them good. The, the looks that I had when when we did that was like <laughs> mortified. Like people were mortified. Yeah, they couldn't believe that I had just called Nick Cave, <laughs> and then I was acting like super awkward too. Yeah. Like Wait, I have no okay. context. So, sorry, okay. sorry. Okay. No, 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 I'm trying. But... Okay, so for, so Cody texted me. Can you help me do play a prank? I said, bro, you know me, of course. And he's like, can you pretend to be Nicolas Cage? Because my friend's a big fan. I said, yeah. It was no hesitation. That's so amazing. There was alcohol That's great. involved. Yeah. There was alcohol Oh, yeah. Involved. So he calls. And I'm I glad. T- he's already starting to break. I can hear it on the phone. He's like, Nick. What's up? I'm like, hey, Cody, what's going on? And then he's like, my friend wants to talk to him. I'm like, hey, how's it? And his friend goes, I'm such a huge fan. I'm like, well, that's really nice of you. And then you just lose it. You're like, okay, sorry, the jokes. <laughs> I was, well, what you didn't see was on the other end of the phone yeah. was pure, like they were mortified. They couldn't believe that I had just called Nick Cage, whom, and, and this person, uh, my buddy Joe, knows me pretty yeah. well. And he knows that, like, me and Nick Cage don't like hang out or talk. <laughs> But he's thinking, okay, I could see how maybe you ended up with his phone number a couple yeah, from a few yeah, years course. ago when you made that movie with him. Together. I can't believe you just called him. And they were like trying to get away from me and the phone because I'm also like super awkward talking to Nick Cage. It was it was pretty cringy. Yeah. It was so, so cringy, but it was so funny. I wish I could have seen They're like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? So, so I'm sitting on the steps of my mom's <laughs> house. This. Like I'm sitting on the stairs of my mom's house. And as I'm doing this, you, you didn't see this side. My mom's walking in and going like, she did, she's like, I don't even want... She didn't ask. She's like, I don't even want to know. She, I know this look for her. I don't even want to know what you're doing right now. And then she just walked upstairs. At this point, she's used to she this knows, shit. She knows I'm <laughs> yeah, at this yeah. point. I, but I just I was like, hey, how's it going? I think, oh, right before... And I want to get into this too. Right before... It's the day of you and Felicia's wedding. I remember I sent you guys a video message of me doing all my impressions. And we'd barely known each yeah, other yeah, that yeah, morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And it started with me going, hey, it's me, Nick Cage. Congrats on your wedding, man. Yeah. That's real cool. And I forget what other voice. I did so many. Of you did a bunch. You, like, opened, it up. you opened up the, the I did can. like Peter Griffin. I was like, oh, yeah, that's real cool. Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. And then I just. Once I, it's open. Uh, you know. I mean, it doesn't it just, close. No. And I think. And then <laughs> I, I've expanded since then because like, I, you know, now there's like a Ryan Reynolds impression. There's Owen Wilson, you know. So there's, there's more to come. We got to. Put it to use somehow. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so tell your friends, you know, yeah. Owen Wilson. I'll just be like, oh, wow, yeah. Thanks for calling, man. This is crazy. You know, it's Cody. Your last name is Walker. And you walked in the room. It's just, wow. Like, that's because everything that Owen Wilson is like, he discovered fire for the first time. Yeah, right. You know? Yeah. Every that's time. True. That's like, he true. could have had, you know, Honey Nut Cheerios for the hundredth time. Wow, Honey Nut Cheerios. With milk and skim, there's no fat in this milk. Like that's everything to him. Like that's why I love. Can you like keep it coming? What? <laughs> that's great. Uh, no, but that's, don't you do you do a Vince Vaughn too? Don't you? Oh yeah, because it's like oh, because I do like the dual impression where I go right. Well, you like the wow, wedding crashers. It's just crazy. Look at this, honey nut Cheerios. Like you can do better than that, Vince. You can do better than that, Owen. No, just really just say honey nut Cheerios. You can just spit it out. I mean, I'm just saying, Vince, wow. Like, you don't got to wow. You don't got to wow. You just got to go for it. You got to go for it. But are you writing this down? Are you writing this down? Like, that, that's them, those two. <laughs> but you've never seen me do the Vince Vaughn impression? No. And then the Ryan Reynolds is more like, 
He's like, hey there, yeah. Yeah, I've seen this I play one. Deadpool. Yeah, it's real cool. I'll see you later. <laughs> yeah, it's like, or I, I, uh, I pranked Stephen Amell from Arrow. Not really pranked. I, I left a message to be relayed to him on set. Um, and I just told him, like, just tell him it's from Ryan Reynolds. He doesn't need another rest. So he eventually found out it was from me. And I went, hey there, Stephen. I see you play Arrow, and I'd like to maybe play with your Arrow. But we can start with the tip first if that makes you more comfortable. Yeah, that's cool. And then he's just like, what the fuck is going on? And he's like, you're a Canadian like me. I'm from Van City, you know, and stuff like that. So that, that's oh shit, my right? God. That's where we really became friends. When I started doing, like, the Nick Cage impression, and we started talking about Star Wars, I was like, oh, we're bros. Like, this is happening. You know, there's no going back from here. So... That's how it all... That's a strong bond. It really is. Yeah. It really is. And then just kept on building from there. And, um, and uh, yeah, now here we are doing this podcast. But So talk to me a little bit about... Um, and I know she likes to remain private, and I, I'm going to try to respect that. But Felicia, who helps you run Reach Out Worldwide. Yeah. When are, you two met when you moved to Oregon? You were, went to college in Oregon. No, no. She's okay. originally from Oregon. Okay. My wife, Felicia. She's originally from Oregon. Who is awesome, by the way. Um, she is awesome. She is she's amazing. so much more intelligent than I am. She's, um, she's so I guess that gives, I mean, credit to me. No, because you're <laughs> got her to marry me. You're also pretty smart, so that means so, she's like, you yeah. Know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, we, she, she, uh, she came to, down to California to go to college. Oh, wow. um, so she kind of broke the family mold. Like, mm-hmm. everybody goes to Oregon State. You don't even apply to U yeah. of O. Otherwise, you yeah. know, who the hell are you? Uh, Beaver Nation, the whole thing. Because she grew up on a farm in she, Oregon. Yeah, right? yeah. They're, uh, her family are ranchers. So technically, wow. her, her brother, who is um, going to carry on the torch after uh, her father decides to retire, which will be never. Yeah. Um, he just likes to work. Like, yeah. he's not. So he runs the ranch. Um, her brother will ultimately one day, that's like what he, that's yeah. what he does now. He works on the family ranch, doing everything. Felicia's not so involved with that. She's mm-hmm. involved with like helping the family corporation and whatnot. But her brother's the one who's like continuing to be the hands-on with, yeah. you know, the livestock and all that stuff. But yeah, she grew up in a small town up there in Oregon. It's beautiful, coastal Oregon. But she came down to go to school um, to pursue uh, engineering. So she actually went to Cal Poly, mm-hmm. San Luis Obispo, mm. um, which is beautiful. I love slow. Mm-hmm. And I was going to school in Santa Barbara, uh, community college, baby. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, around that. <laughs> and I was there for a couple of years. It was my second year at Santa Barbara when I actually made the journey up to slow. I don't know why I didn't make it up my first year, but anyway, second year, get up to slow to see a couple of my friends um, that I had had since you know elementary school, high, yeah. high school. They both had gone to Cal Poly after mm-hmm. we graduated high school. So I go up there to see them, um, party with them, whatever, and one of them is dating my wife's roommate, um, and so that's how I got introduced to Felicia and the rest is just kind of history yeah. from there. And then I ended up going to school up at Cuesta community college for a year to try to transfer into Cal Poly, but Cal Poly doesn't really like transfer students. So I didn't get in, but I did get into UC Santa Barbara. So then I moved back hey. to Santa Barbara. Oh. So hey. Ole Gauchos. Hey, hey. Yeah. I didn't go there. But my mom did. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah, she right did on. music there. Yeah. I, I, I 
Santa Barbara is an amazing town. And like I said earlier in the podcast, you know, growing up, we would always go to Carpinteria or Santa Barbara. Yeah. Um, so it was already just kind of like home away from home. That's awesome. Um, and I had fallen in love with Santa Barbara. I knew that's where I wanted to go. Yeah. Um, when, when I was in high school, I was like, I want to go to Santa Barbara. Yeah. And so, yeah, so that's where I ended up going. So They have good wineries in Santa Barbara. That's what I remember. I remember going wine tasting in Santa Barbara. Yep. And they have this Calira winery that is really good dessert wine. That's all I remember because that was like the first stop of the tour. Yeah, <laughs> they, have, they have got a lot of that up there. The same with like the Central Coast. You know, you go to Slow and all that and it's just like that's a lot so of cool, wine man. country. How did you propose to Felicia? I don't even know the um, story. Where did I propose to Felicia? Oh, shit. Yeah, come on. Uh, um, uh, hold on a second. Hold on a second. We're holding for... Yeah, we're, we got... It. I can tell you my anniversary. Um, well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> hey. 8 15, 15 That's a good one. That's really great. Yeah. So right? Yeah, it's solid. <laughs> it's solid. Um, if, I, I, I feel like, do that. I feel like you're both so low key that it wasn't like a grand gesture. I feel like it was just. No, we are. We're super low key. Yeah. So, I, like, I've always been curious about that. Was it just like, like, uh, it's like, hey, let's do this. Okay. Or was it oh, like? Oh, that's a dream. Well, yeah. you know, because that's yeah. what I would want. I would. That's what I would want. I don't ever plan on doing the grand gesture. I might get on one knee, but I don't know, man. Like, I, my knees are shot, so it's like. Oh, it came to me. I'm okay. an idiot. Yeah, I can't believe I there because this is actually. Oh my gosh, this was this was a great day and almost want like. Probably the worst day ever. Okay. Um, actually, I'd love. I can't. I'm really excited to tell this story. I, I like, oh my okay. gosh. Okay. I, yeah, yeah. okay. So, so uh, just real quick. So we were together for like eight years yeah. before I proposed. So, yeah, it took me a while. Yeah, it's okay. Um, my best, my best friend back home did the same thing. They were so, together for ten years. Yeah, so. <laughs> I, I feel like it's becoming more That's and more ideal. common. Honestly, that's like what I would more want. and more common. That's right? how I want to do it. In yeah. years, yeah. I'm like, um, hello. It's like right, just my right. And you talk to your like grandparents, and, and they're like, like, "We were together for two months, and then he, yeah, yeah that's like, like, well, um, that was the thing. old and days. And they started a family right away. Yeah, I'm like, and, oh my god, I'm right, right. Forties, like, like, exactly. No, I was like, listen, that's when gas was like a nickel. That's the olden days. It doesn't <laughs> right. apply here. Right. Like, I don't know. Yeah, no, it's true. Now gas is $4, so. Yeah, exactly. We can't charge yeah. Multiply everything by. Economics, bro. Come on. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, so okay, years. so I went, I got the ring, mm-hmm. um, and we were going to Hawaii with her, so, so a, a family friend of, of my wife's mm-hmm. was getting married, uh, Teal, and actually Teal went to college with Felicia. They grew up okay. together. So we're all out in Hawaii my in-laws, my brother-in-law, like, we're all out there because it's a family wedding, and Teal became my friend through college and whatever. So we're there for the wedding. I have the ring, but I'm like, okay, we're, we're here for the wedding for a week. I'm going to let this wedding happen, mm-hmm. the whole thing happen, and then at some point on our vacation after, their wedding is over because I'm not going to, yeah. oh, did you hear Cody proposed to Felicia at someone's Steal wedding? Like, that's thunder. the last thing you want to – So. Didn't, I waited, so we had the wedding was wonderful. Their wedding was wonderful, yeah. beautiful, um, and all of that's over with. And we're there for like a few more days. We go on a hike uh, with some friends, our college friends, because again, it's like our college friends. So a bunch of college. It was like a big reunion mm-hmm. in Hawaii. Yeah, that's it was super fun. Yeah. Super fun. So we go on this hi- this epic hike um, in Hawaii, and we're on a, a Kona. Okay. The, the island. Yeah. And so we do this epic hike, and um, I've got my brother-in-law, and he's my pack mule. 
and I've got the I put the ring. I told him I was yeah. like, "You're back, my pack mule," and uh, because if I put the ring in my backpack, chances are she'll find it accidentally looking for something that yeah. she needs. So he's like, "Yeah, okay." So I put it in his backpack. We go on this epic hike. Don't know where it's gonna lead. We ended up like going to like basically the trail ended, and it's super beautiful. We're on the cliffs, and it's super scenic. And um, I, t- I get the ring from him, and then he's hiding in the bushes with a camera. And I lead Felicia out like to on the very edge over on this like cliff, and I propose right there. And um, so it was like super fun and exciting. And then we walk back to the group, and then all of our friends were like, "Oh my god!" You know the whole yeah. thing because it's like all of our college friends, and like it was it was cool. Well, she says yes, and then we go back down on our hike, and then we're, there we are on the beach, mm-hmm. and the beach is, like, badass. Like, it's so beautiful, and, like, it's just, like, there's no one where we are. Everyone is, like, half a mile down the beach over there, and we're, like, we have our own, like, little piece of beach here. Yeah. Like, let's go out. So me and a couple of guys go out to go body surfing my brother-in-law and two of our other guy friends and the girls are just kind of sitting on the sand just like hanging out having a good time well as it turns out the reason why no one was in the water where we were is because it's like crazy riptide so and i'm but i'm a really good swimmer so a little information yeah as water polo and and swim team Mm -hmm. and so i i've i'm a really comfortable swimmer like and if i can't fight the current like i can float forever like it's not an issue but we're out there, and um, my brother-in-law, who's, like, the biggest, like, jokester kind of bullshit artist ever. Like, just full of shit. Like, <laughs> everything he says, you have to, you, like, you're always, like, really? Yeah. But really? Really. Like, boy, who, actually... cried, boy who cried wolf type okay. scenario. Okay. And he's, like, yeah. a stellar athlete, but not in the water. Like, he's okay. not a swimmer. He's not a strong swimmer. That's not one of his strong suits. And, uh... I don't even me I don't even realize that we're in a riptide and I'm just like we're like body surfing and then my brother-in-law is yelling over at me. Hey, I can't I can't I can't go back in. I can't go back in. I'm tired. I can't go back in. And it's like, yeah, it's no. deep. We can't reach anymore. And then I'm like, what's going on? And I he kind of comes near me and I I'm shoving him off and then quickly I realize He's not kidding anymore, mm-hmm. and he's, like, starting to choke. He's choking on water, and he's starting to panic. I'm like, oh, crap. So then we start, I start yelling at the other guys, and they're like, yeah, we're in a riptide, man. And, like, as yeah. hard as you swam, like, you're just not yeah. getting closer to shore. You're just kind of stuck in this washing machine type mm-hmm. deal. And so I just tell them, like, dude, get on my back. Um, or or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push you as the waves come. You just need to kick your feet. And like I'll keep you, I'll keep you afloat. Mm-hmm. So we're doing this thing where we're trying to gain as much ground as we can, and I'm swimming as hard as I can, and we're slowly making our way, wow. slowly, ever so slowly, to the beach. And he's like choking on water, and it's really scary. It's a bad deal. Yeah. So eventually, one of our other buddies, um, who's in the sand, comes out where he can like sink his feet in the sand. And like finally can reach, and I just give that one final shove. My he drags my brother-in-law out, and then I ended up eventually making my way in. And he's on the sand, just vomiting seawater. Like it was oh really, it was God. horrible. And for the next, I'd say the next two or three days, he was just like quiet. 
Like he was like it scared the living daylights out of him. Yeah. And everybody. Like he thought he was going to die that day, and yeah. so, you know, he always tells me he's like, "Oh, you saved my life that day." You know, the whole thing. Holy like, shit, Dude. man! But yeah, it's just like that boy who cried wolf type yeah. thing. Like there was. There was a couple of minutes there where I was just like brushing him off. Like, yeah, you're so I, full yeah, of shit, but, dude. Yeah. You're so yeah. full of shit. So, uh, so yeah, it was, that was wow. the day that I proposed wow, to, to my wife That's and then her brother. Remember. You pushed that her, down. Yeah, her brother yeah. almost died. My, That's my ring mule. Like within 30 minutes of the proposal. So it was bad. It was, it was really. Wow. That's a lot of emotion bad. in like. 45 minutes. You know, the other thing that, that, that runs through my head, too, about that whole scenario was, um, you know, Felicia, and then there was, like, a couple other people that were with us that decided yeah. not to get in the water, that were just hanging out on the beach. And, like, I'm one person. Yeah. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's hard to say what would have happened that day. Dude, well, you know, thankfully, we don't have to know old. the answer. Yeah. yeah. But we know oh that her God. answer was yes, and you saved a life. That's a... There's no it's hope wild. for me. You realize this. I'm, that's going to be in my head if I ever propose to somebody. Like, I better save someone's life. Otherwise, well, this is all We can nothing. stage something. Oh, man. You can <laughs> save my life. This is something. setting the bar really high. Yeah. I mean, first of all, you're on the, what, like this beautiful hike. I'm like, oh, fuck. I can't it was get... the highest of the highs from the tension like, well, of the lows. I, I, can't, I can't go to, yeah. like, Fryman oh, Canyon. Yeah. I got to go to Kona or, like, I got to go to, you know, like the Maldives. That's what I'm going to have to do. And save, like a, to save a native's life on the same day. Like this is how much I care. Like it's like I feel like you befriended the natives, so this is for you. Yeah. Like, that's what. That's the only way it's gonna have to happen. Wow. I know. That's yeah, amazing. Was... I never knew that. I've I always like, wondered. I just went through an emotional well, roller coaster. Because you don't I like the ocean. Because you don't like the. You're I not do. A... I have a crippling. Tr- I'm yeah. like. We yes. can just stay away from it. I like. <laughs> I respect it so much. Please don't do anything to me. Yeah, well, it's you so know, scary. It's so big, you know. Yeah. It is. It is big, yeah. and it can be scary. Yeah. And like, I, mean, I don't yeah. like. I don't like. You hear about people that like. Oh, I I scuba dive at night. I'm like, Stupid. I'm like, how about no? Yeah. no. <laughs> how about I like scuba stuff? diving, but I don't think I would be down to do it in the dark. Literally, I would never. Be. Well, you can't like, pay me enough well, I to scuba see, dive any time of day. Like pitch black. Like, I do you get see claustrophobic? Shit. A little bit, yeah. a little bit. I think if I get yes. it in my head, it's not too bad. But like we did that, the floating the thing. Floating Speaking tank. of floating, I was telling you about this. The floating tank, um, the place uh, to shamelessly yes. plug, just float in Pasadena. Yeah. The uh, the uh, what do they call those like chambers? Sensory deprivation. Se- sensory deprivation. Yeah. yeah. Chamber. Yes. You got to try it out. By the way, I'm down. All right. I'm in. I'm in. You heard I'm it in. here. Just float in Pasadena. Shameless plug. <laughs> No, but it was. I remember, had to connect that. That was. I mean, yeah. No, because you said no, I was yeah. floating and everything, it's and, all and that, the same but you're world. crippling fear of the ocean. I was. But you so did it. Brave that day. You did the whole hour. I I went full in. I had lights. I off. kept the lights on and the music. <laughs> but that's. And I but that's. But that's not the point, though. I know. <laughs> I know. I was. You know, baby steps. I'm. I'm young. I'm working on it. I'm working on she's, so much. She's 24. You know, she's getting her life. It's like you're. I'm you're, getting my life together. You're doing good. It's okay. No, I'm proud of you for that because. But we felt. Hey, you did it. You, you, you our baby steps. Like I was you said. there for the whole hour. But I'm telling you, man. Like after we did it, we both walked out, and like English became a second language, like forming yeah. a sentence. Because like you really are in this, like for an hour of time, just 
cut off from the world, cut off from technology, and floating. You feel like you're flying. It's like meditation to yeah. a different kind of level. It's interesting. There's this like grooming yeah. room, and I was gonna like, I don't know, brush Groom. my teeth or something. I couldn't do anything. I was like, what am I doing? I just. <laughs> we both couldn't talk to each other. Anyways. Yeah. So yeah. I'm glad she said yes. Me too. That would have been Thanks, a guys. lot of lows. Yeah, I'm really happy for you. And you guys yeah. got an awesome little girl, Remy. <laughs> yeah, she's a year and a half. It's that's crazy. Remy? Yeah. That's an amazing name. You might have Thank seen her you. running around at my wow. birthday party. Yeah. She's um, fun. Yeah, so so believe it or not, Cody, we are uh, Oh my god. Okay, no wait. How does it feel to have the cutest kid? Oh my gosh. Oh, I thank mean, you. all kids are cute, but like you know she's cute. We got to get Well, her. you know, yeah. I, I I think like every parent thinks their kids the cutest in the world, but people do tell me that a lot. You it makes me know, feel good. Like, no, I'm telling I you. think she's I think she's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen she's in like my life. She's like actually really I, cute. We got to get like, her and Shelby in a photo shoot together. I think oh, the world would just man. It would implode. I, I don't know if we can handle that. The internet's not ready for it. I'm not ready for I'm it. I'm not but we ready for it. A baby and a baby corgi. Baby corgi oh and a baby and a toddler. I think that's money. We got to do it. You should make an entire Instagram call of like <laughs> baby and a corgi or something. <laughs> uh, so, Cody, real quick. Busy. I'm just curious. Who are some of your favorite actors? Because like, you grew up. Like, obviously, in the business, vicariously through Paul, but you love cinema, too. Like, yeah. I get that from you. So, who are some actors that you looked up to growing up? Um, Man, you know, or I now. do, you know what? But that's the thing. And I, I feel like this is, like, not a, it's not a good answer. It's not the answer that people would expect um, because I do dabble in acting. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really grow up idolizing actors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but I have, but I do have actors, uh, that I like, um, I'm a big fan of Viggo Mortensen. Okay. I am a big fan of Ed Harris. I love Ed Harris. Um, I'm a fan of Keanu Reeves. Whoa. As funny yeah. as that sounds, no, I'm, I, I'm actually a really, I really like Keanu. I, I think I, I think I, I think it's also because I just really like Keanu as a person. I think he's like really interesting. But put Keanu I, in. I've, I've never met him. Really, I've, I've never met Keanu. I just, it's just like from what I hear, yeah. like, yeah. I don't know. And I'm, I'm also, I, because I like whatever the whole Scientology thing, I don't like, I separate that. I yeah. don't, whatever. Um, I like Tom Cruise. No, he's he's always money on screen. He's got the I, best. I like Tom run. Cruise, and I know I just named like a couple of actors that like are well. That that's not that's not like a, a Leonardo DiCaprio or a, like an Academy yeah. Award winning type of right. an actor. Like, well, well, you call yourself an actor, and that's who you look. Hey, well, I like movies because they're entertaining too. To that yeah, and like absolutely. I and I also and 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 knowing and having more of an inside and like. You just hear about so many of these people being divas and pains in the ass to work with. You hear good things about Tom Cruise and Keanu yeah. as far as people to work with. Tom and has guess the what? Best they've been run. working. They've been working for yeah. forever yeah. because people like working with them. Yeah. And I like their movies. If so, I could run whatever. in real life yeah. like how Tom Cruise runs in his movies, I feel like my life would be a lot easier. Like if I could look that good running. Oh, oh, he running. makes okay. it look good. He's, you know, he looks so fast. I mean, they undercrank the camera and everything, but still, like, his form is perfect. And then put... It does look really fast. So fast. Put Keanu Reeves in anything. How Seriously, you do that? Let yeah. Keanu Reeves be anything on screen, I'll see it. I mean, that's, that's how I feel about Keanu Reeves. And every, he's always Alice in Wonderland down the rabbit hole. Whoa. 
like he's very much like okay this is the matrix mm-hmm. all right i know kung fu uh, and that's Every, one of my favorite movies oh that's awesome the matrix is matrix is awesome so uh so cody you have a, uh a few things coming up one of which is fuel fest i do i, do. Yeah. I, have, I have a couple things yeah yeah, you want to? I do have a couple okay. things going on. We're getting to the hey. uh, we're getting to the end of the hour, so I f- this is the time where we like to plug some stuff. So Fuel cool. Fest is something Thanks, you started, dude. like kind of a car. Yeah, hey, so that's one of my other things that I absolutely love is cars. Um, and it's like, oh yeah, well you're Paul's brother, so blah blah blah. No, like I like cars. Yeah. I always have. Grew up around cars. My dad's a car person. Yeah, he going is. to the <laughs> going to the LA Auto Show. Um, you know, growing up, uh, my dad always had something cool around, usually like more like trucky or off-roady, but like an international scout yeah. like or something like something cool. He always had something cool around. And so kind of grew up there. Uh, my grandfather is also a big car guy. He actually raced back at like the Bonneville Salt Flats. Um, no he actually way. had a he actually had a record there for for many, many years. I never knew that. That's awesome. Um, and he built uh, transmissions also, like a big like gearhead. But um, yeah, so love cars. Um, I have had the opportunity to go car car events all over the world and mm-hmm. like see all the different um, community car communities, car clubs out there. And um, so yeah, I created Fuel Fest. Yeah, um, it's a big automotive event. We kicked the first one off March second at Angel Stadium. It was a great event. Unfortunately, it was raining, but we but still had about people, seven thousand people out they there showed in the pouring love, rain. It was a good crowd. Um, great show. It's a big uh, eclectic. Uh, you know, just variation of cars. Like mm-hmm. it's like you can come to the show and you can see everything. It's not yeah. A lot of a lot of car shows are like classic car show, yeah. Japanese car show. Yeah. You know, a super car show. It's like no, I have everything at my show, and mm-hmm. I also have music, and there's art, and there's it's like a festival. Yeah. And, it's um, amazing. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That's it was so awesome. Actually, really cool. Yeah, thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. And so, what's coming up next is um, we actually took it international. So August 11th mm-hmm. um, in uh, in the UK is Fuel Fest. They're going to London. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, people are pumped on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a ton of cars already registered into the show. It's going to be awesome. Really excited about that. People can check that out at fuelfest.com. Nice. Um, they get can register tickets. their rides. They can get mm-hmm. their tickets. Um, early bird went super fast. We sold all, all of our early bird tickets. Amazing. Um, nice. Very quickly. Um, but all the pricing, all the stuff is there. And there's also VIP experiences and um, uh, surprise celebrity um, appearances. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're going to be filming fast nine, nine. Yeah, um, out there this they begin this month um so <clears throat> we're gonna be out there with fuel fest tyrese is also a part of this with me um mm-hmm. he's helping me grow this entire thing um uh, so that's that's fuel fest coming up um and then uh, a couple other things also um you started your twitch channel you're gonna do some gaming streams yeah and yes so i also like to play video games yeah. um when i have downtime i'm a gamer Primarily PC gamer since like the late nineties. Hey man, um, that's OG right there. <laughs> and uh, dabble dabble with uh, the X, the old Xbox. Um, but yeah, I had just launched my Twitch channel. I just um, participated in Fortnite's Celebrity Pro Am at the <laughs> forum. I was playing with ninety nine other people at the forum um, with professional Fortnite players. There's the pro, and then there's the am. I'm the am. Mm-hmm. Got it. And uh, so it was, du- it was duos. So it was 50 okay. teams of two. 
And um, me and my partner ranked ninth, and we brought home $40,000 for charity. Holy shit. Oh, my God. It It was really amazing. Oh, my God. That's so cool. Well, I can't wait to see more. So they can find – was it at Cody Walker? uh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Twitch. Twitch. It's twitch.tv slash Cody Walker. Cody Walker. Go to Twitch. Type in my name. Um, Awesome. Just my name. Pretty simple. Um, we I'm going to be posting together too. We, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to be posting a schedule soon too. Like yeah. when I hope to be streaming, like my schedule is kind of crazy, but I want to sure. try to be as consistent as possible. Yeah. It's probably going to be like one to two days a week for a few hours. Mm-hmm. And I play, I kind of just, I'm going to play what I feel like playing. Yeah. I'm not like a, this guy or a, that guy. Like that's the way to I've do got it. the attention span of like a squirrel maybe. Mm-hmm. So like I kind of jump around on what I like to play, but there's that. And then, um, couple other things i guess uh this july um so i did a pilot uh it was a spec pilot um mm-hmm. for a show it was supposed to be a show <laughs> called shadow wolves i know about this do you know <laughs> do. do you know we've talked about this so <laughs> i start i, I started <laughs> it i started it alongside thomas gibson mm-hmm. um who was actually pretty rad it was yeah. cool working with him um had a lot of fun uh was basically just like beating the shit out of people for a few weeks um, and it was all filmed local. It was a spec pilot. Unfortunately, it didn't pick up. So like they're releasing as like a two hour movie. Um, so it's gonna be like on Amazon and Netflix and Redbox. And I'm gonna look like out that. for. Wow, you know, you I know. know I you know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But again, like okay. I had fun. Okay, I had fun. The script was uh, leave something was. to be desired. Um, but you know, I was almost I was almost a producer on that. Like I was almost like I almost like made that movie with those. Yes, guys. you told me that. And the director was a that. sweet guy, but he was another. Exactly, one we can both agree to that. He was a sweet guy, but good every- dude. I really liked him. He loved to laugh at everything, and like literally, you thought I was joking. Where? No, no, I know it. I can see it. No, I totally know. Yes, I totally know. The director stopped by my office. And he's like, "Where's the restroom?" I'm like, "Well, it's just right over there." Like, oh, like always. He's like, <laughs> "That's good." I'm like. Bro, I was just telling you the restrooms over there. I was just telling you it's seventy three degrees today. I was like, I wasn't trying to be funny, but cool. Thanks for boosting my my confidence. Good guy. Imagine being that enthusiastic about things. It's just he was a sweet guy. Like actually enthusiastic. So Shadow Shadow is coming out, and as always, people should check out uh, row.org. Be informed. Reach out worldwide. Row.org. You can check out how to be involved. You want to donate, Um, and then also this fall, um, again, like just acting i'm not producing so you don't like i don't really know everything about everything all right um but the last full measure is going to be getting a theatrical release this fall i think it's like 1500 theaters i love it but that was really cool um i uh sam jackson ed harris william Mm -hmm. hurt uh john savage Mm -hmm. uh yeah it's like a hell of a cast sebastian stan Mm -hmm. Um, That's amazing. This is like a war movie he did. He were you were in Thailand. I was right? in Thailand, and you it was supposed to be Grant Gustin as the lead, and then he Grant Gustin, off. yes, but he had to get pulled back into the Flash. Yeah, which um, was a- so they actually recast his character uh, with Sebastian Stan. Yeah, from. Uh, um, Marvel. Yeah, from like everything at this point. Yeah. Uh, that's so cool, man. You got a lot coming up. And um, you know, as always, uh, check out reach out, you know, row.org. Stay informed. I need to go on the deployment with you guys sometime because I've yet to do it. Dude, it's fun. I've never done it. So I'm going to, you know, like I said, the goal is that it won't happen again. But one of these times I'm going to I'm gonna come with and get in the field with you guys. Hey, there's yeah. always something else. Yeah, there's always and, another one. And uh, where can people can find you on social media? It's what, Cody B. Walker? On yeah, Instagram. IG is my preferred yeah. for sure. Um, but they can find me on IG at Cody B. Walker. 
my middle yeah. initial, Bo for He's a good B bow. for Bo. Cody B. Walker. <laughs> Facebook's just my name, Cody Walker. Yeah. And uh, Twitter, Cody Walker yeah. Row. Look at that. With the R O W W at the end for, for reach, reach out, out worldwide. Fuck yeah. Wasn't this fun? Wasn't this easy? This was great. Yeah. The hour just flew by. Yeah. It's like it's nothing. It's, yeah. it's in line with what I expected. Just yeah. super chill. Will you come back sometime? Like, Absolutely. You know, I'd love right. to. Yeah, we'll do some. We can talk thing. about, like, we can talk about cars. We can talk about gaming. I like that. Like, we'll do that whatever. for sure. Yeah, we'll do that. Well, we always end the podcast by saying thanks for letting us ask for a friend to you. But I know it does. Like, I well, love that. I know it doesn't make any sense, but that's it's great. Not, it, we'll figure it out. No, that's what I. am not gonna figure it out. I'm no, no, I think it's fun. I think that's great. I, think <laughs> I that's don't like think I'll what, figure it out. That's the thing. That's it. I'm just gonna leave it at that. And uh, you know, at this point, I think we're beyond friends. We're just like I could see you're my bro. So thanks yeah, for being my thanks, bro. man. All right, I love, love you, bro. bro. Love you too, man. I love you, Grace. Thanks. <laughs> this was fun, <laughs> Grace. <You> too. <laughs> and.